report the news that nobody has the balls to report. Why am I the only one breaking stories like this? Yo, what's up, Turtle Riders? Can you guys hear me all right out there? Excellent. All right, guys, welcome to the uh, Turtle Boy Live Show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Dr. Turtle Boy, Uncle Turtle Boy, whatever you want to call me, Clarence, Aiden, doesn't matter to me. Welcome to the Tuesday night edition of Turtle Boy Live. I went ahead and shared the link to the stream on the various social media pages we are running on Facebook. That would be Clarence with Emerson. Uncle Turtle Boy and the Turtle Boy Sports page on the uh, Twitter account. That's at Dr. Turtle Boy. That's D-O-C-T-O-R Turtle Boy and tur at Turtle Boy phone because if Joe Biden is a doctor, then I am definitely, definitely a doctor. So I'm going to bring up Deb here. How you doing, Deb? Doing good. How are you? Good, thanks. So we have a special, um, we're going to different episodes today. We're going to, I was going to do a stream on the last couple of blogs we did because it was a controversial one I did yesterday on Alicia Witt's parents that got everyone fired up. But I'm going to save that for Turtle Club because uh, tonight's the State of the Union and a lot of people are going to be watching it anyway. So we might as well just watch the State of the Union together and I can crap a little Biden and maybe sell some Joe Biden one star review t shirts. Just a thought. <laughs> I'm going to go actually, I'm going to go, that reminds me, I'm going to go and these are in the Turtle Boy store. I'm going to uh, link it. Hmm, where are they at? Let's see. Joe by I'll find it in the I wish the store needs better organization. It's like you gotta it needs like I gotta work on that. So it's in the store somewhere, but there's like seven pages <laughs> of shit on the store. So it's not on page two or on page three. Has the State of the Union started yet? No, they're still talking. Oh, why don't you bring that up for me? We can just have that in the All background. Right. Who's wearing masks? Is that is anyone wearing masks? That's what I want to know. Do you need me to add it? Huh? Do you need me to add it? It's not on the stream. It's not? Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, no. It's there. It just wasn't there. Okay. Amy Tony Barrett there. Uh, I believe it is her first State of the Union address that she is attending. Keep in mind, um, there was only one Supreme Court justice present uh, last go round, right? Because of the pandemic, um, Chief Justice Roberts. Uh, there is Justice Kavanaugh shaking hands with General McConnell, who's the chief of staff of the Army, one of the members of the Joint Chiefs, and that's the 
the Supreme Court members shaking hands with the Joint Chiefs, the great spectacle of yeah. American leadership. Bipartisan, nonpartisan American mm -hmm. leadership. But also puts them in some potentially awkward moments, Jeremy, as we've seen when the, the audience around them is erupting either in applause or not. Right? It does. And, and for the most part, the national security content should be bipartisan. Yeah. But sometimes it veers and sometimes they have to not applaud so they don't appear in any way to support any partisan position. Yet the president is their commander in chief. Right. He's in the chain. Of, they are in the chain of command, that, it, so to speak. Uh, and and, and they, they obviously have to salute. Joe Biden, because he's president. Right. And obviously their presence, too, taking on such a, an important shade, given everything that we're seeing overseas. Justice Kavanaugh's third State of the Union speech, by the way. And here comes First Lady Jill Biden. Oh, boy. Here we go. I hate this lady so much. Can you guys hear me and the stream? Can you hear them both? I can hear you. Okay, cool. I hate how smug this lady is. What she's doing to her poor husband. Well, he's kind of an asshole, too. A big hug there from the First Lady to the Ukrainian ambassador. Right. And this is not I'm, a position with which she is unfamiliar, right? I mean, she has attended these in her capacity as the second lady in years past. Yes. Um, and she was obviously here, again, for the address from President Biden last go-around. Not a formal State of the Union. This is the formal State of the Union speech. Very significant still, as these all are every year. She's a teacher, too. I mean, I think that's going to be interesting. Oh, is she? Oh, is, is that what she is? She's not a teacher. Madam Speaker, speaker the President's well. Cabinet. Oh, boy. Here we come. Here's Marty Walsh. <laughs> a legion of morons. <laughs> oh, boy. What do we got here? And there are, you know, you, you look at somebody like right, the Secretary of State who's coming in, who's shaking hands. Oh, who knows, you know, many of these people from whose roles. He is all the idiots who fucked up Afghanistan. Director of the Senate Foreign right. Relations Committee, and of course, Secretary Austin, who was before that the CENTCOM commander. So he goes deep with a lot of these members as well. And those are the two guys who are, are managing the U.S. participation in the NATO alliance. To stand oh, up they're the doing great. Movement. Obviously on strategy and on tactics here, but with what outline what we will hear from President Biden as he outlines his position and, and really takes on Vladimir Putin as we expect him to do in this speech tonight as he has done so far. Yeah, especially because this was a speech that had to be revised and revised and revised as things in Eastern Europe continue to deteriorate. I'm freezing up. Um, you know that the Secretary of State, the, the Defense it. Secretary are important figures, but at a time like this, they have become the core people that he's been interacting with and talking to in the last Can few you days. Can also say, yeah. uh, talking Can we turn the volume down? President Biden having to connect that. with people yeah. and tell a story. People who have covered Joe Biden know he can tell a story. Yeah. Um, only because one of, of who he is, but also of his own life experiences. Much better, having much lost better. Okay, Children cool. having lost a wife. He is all right, so there we got Mayor Pete. Um, and try to empathize with people in a way that... Look at all these assholes. It's really interesting watching so many of these uh, cabinet members are former members of the House or have been, they're kind of embracing Mayor their Pete's no, Nice to see. Nice to see he took a break. Yeah, the Ukraine flagship, by the way, is going to be the new like virtue signaling for the left i've noticed very quickly all of a sudden they like you i want to thank you i want to thank all of our panelists all of our guests and reporters are you into politics that coverage continues right now i'm getting more into it because of you no good i really never cared before
if I was Brett Kavanaugh, I would just be smacking people in the face right now. Massive challenges at home and abroad. These people were all calling him a rapist like three years ago. Oh, and now they're like best buddies with him. Oh, hi, I love you. Love your work. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I tried to stop you from getting on the Supreme Court by calling you a rapist? Good times. Yeah, nothing personal. Reshape the map of Europe. We're cool now. All this, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, nothing to personal. Emerge from a pandemic that's taken the lives of nearly one. Oh, now we get Americans the dramatic music. Okay, yeah. Political oh, divisions. Great. With the midterm elections only eight months away, the president facing a sharply divided Congress in the House chamber tonight as he makes his case to lawmakers and the American people that the State of the Union is strong. It's not. Good NBC luck making that one. News. President Good luck. Biden's State of the Union. Live from Washington. They should change the name. Here We're really Lester the State of the Holt Union sounds laughable now. Guthrie. I know. And good evening from Washington. I'm Savannah Guthrie here with Lester Holt. In just moments from now, President Joe Biden will enter the House chamber to give his first official State of the Union address. And it comes at a moment when the world is in crisis and on the precipice. Russia has invaded its neighbor Ukraine, shattering peace in Europe and unleashing a massive assault growing more brutal by the day. We're on the ground in Ukraine tonight as the world waits for what message President Biden will deliver to Americans, to Ukrainians and to Moscow tonight. And there's always issues here at home to grapple with. You've got the pandemic, uh, rising inflation, hitting Americans hard. Any moment now, we expect the sergeant at arms to announce the president's arrival. There's a big difference from last year, and that is the size of the crowd. All members of Congress were invited to attend tonight's address. And listen Was to anyone wearing a mask? There's a couple up right by the podium the on each side that were in mass. That's all I've seen. It's going to be all Democrats. PCR test prior to entry. What? We're also seeing ramped up security tonight. The fencing that went up around the Capitol following the January 6th insurrection is back with National Guard troops on standby. I want to go right to NBC's chief White House correspondent, Peter Alexander. Peter, good evening. Lester, good evening to you in Savannah. To be clear here, President Biden's aides say there is no question that this is a different speech than he would have been giving just a couple of weeks ago, punctuating one of the most consequential periods of his presidency in the Let's midst check out his poll of, of the Russian invasion. Only he dropped approval drop right before this. His pick to be the first black really? woman on the yeah. Supreme Court. This is a high stakes balancing act. Ukraine, I'm told, I mean, will be a dominant. Yesterday, team. the president will try to demonstrate his most recent polls down 14, disapproved by 15, disapproved by 18. He's almost 20 in a lot of polls. Like, he is a historically unpopular president. The U.S. will close its airspace. Basically, what they're going to try to do still his challenge is gaslight you all tonight and tell you all things are great. Things are good. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, things are going great. We're going to stand with democracy. And you're going to hear some of the most divisive shit from this guy. I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of, like, his tone tonight. We'll just uh, turn that down a little. This is like previewing what they call a unity agenda, focusing on a unity agenda. Historically bipartisan and yeah okay so first of all there ain't gonna be any unity tonight it's it's gonna be a lot if they're gonna blame you guys all for the pandemic you know you didn't wear oh and she's by the way the, the old governor of rhode island's the one that's gonna be president if this place gets bombed tonight but you're gonna be here about how it's your fault you're a bad person and you're trying to take voting rights away from black people because you think people should show voter ids at the polls so yeah that's that's what you're gonna hear tonight that's gonna be that's what unity is to these assholes never forget never forget
Of course it's going to be blaming. There's definitely going to be blaming people. What does it matter what network it is, Vincent? Kiev. Uh, Kharkiv right now is completely surrounded by Russian forces. It is being attacked from uh, from the outside by Russian artillery, airstrikes, missiles. And then just a short while ago, according to Ukrainian intelligence, there was a Russian air assault into the city itself. And oh, good. they worry that this That's pattern nice. could repeat itself uh, on a city twice its size, the city of Kiev, with first Russia encircling the city then attacking it and then landing troops inside. And just a, a short while ago, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, made a, a, an appeal. He said that this country needs help. That oh, good. More assistance <laughs> is not going yeah. to be able to confront Russia on yeah, its own. Well, Up until now, the, res, uh, the He's Ukraine basically asking, like, come help us start World War III. Bay and has been you know? up a, a heroic defense, but a new kind of tactic. Oh, here we go. And Richard, uh, the president has entered the House chamber. We expect uh, this walk to last quite a few minutes. Yeah, because he's fucking 98 years old. And again, no masks in the chamber. Look at all the Ukraine flags. This is the United States State of the Union. We're starting to see that return to normalcy. We want to bring in. Kind of have props. Come on. Uh, is that fat Jerry Nadler there with the mask on? Of course it is. He's high risk, though. He should definitely wear Oh, and this douchebag, Eric Swalwell, took a night off for banging Chinese spies. Is he wearing a goddamn Ukraine sash? What the? I fucking hate Yeah, it really looks like, right? Is that what that is? I'm so looks like a thing you wear when you graduate with National Honor Society right. or something. Like, what is that? You know, it's interesting. Eric Swalwell, uh, you know who he is from California? I did a blog on him a couple months ago. The biggest my memory. Like he, what the hell did he lie about? He, he's always lying on Twitter about some shit. And he's like, he banged a Chinese spy named Fang Fang. Yeah, I remember her. And he, and he has no shame still like being in charge of intelligence. Of course he's wearing this shit. He's one of the top five biggest assholes in Congress. And that's not easy. Anyway, I hate Eric Schwartz. I fucking hate him. Just to see if what he says penetrates the public i think he's had a hard i love how covid just disappeared him. this is okay him to listen to what he has to say in politics i do yeah, think it's funny how that works his wheelhouse this is what he has in some ways been preparing his whole professional life for is this moment to manage a crisis in europe so he's perhaps ready for this moment um and so the opportunity tonight to meet it. And as I turn to you, Andrea, our chief foreign affairs correspondent, I mean, this is a moment for history. This is a moment where the president is likely to talk about the forces. Yeah, that guy, that guy with the mask. The That's it. Of a dictator. Which guy? Uh, quite on the right. I don't even know who that guy is. And he's, he's just some aide or something, right? The president handing the speech, the text to the vice president, of course, and the speaker of the house. He's hoping ah! all the Republican criticism that he did not move quickly enough to arm Ukraine will now be resolved because they have taken decisive action. Oh, God. to you the President of the United States. Oh, boy. He's like, wait, that's me? And Savannah, this could be a real mm-hmm. moment of Did he clap for himself? Oh, no. Did he? Oh, goodness gracious. I think he looked like he was starting to. I'm going to put, guys, by the way, the turtle chat link in the comments if you guys uh, feel like... Donate to the program. There it is, right there. Always free, but uh, you know, if you want to, uh, if you donate anything there on the show, we'll get a notification. I'll be able to show it to you on the big screen. 
whenever we have a little break. Thank you all very much. You can write a message with your turtle chat. doesn't matter. It's your chat, and I will show it. I promise. Pinky swear. I'm also on Cash App, dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy, if you like it that way. Dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy. All right, here we go. Can you guys hear it okay? You want me to put it up a little? Maybe just a little. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President, our First Lady and Second Gentlemen, members of Congress and the Cabinet, Justice of the Supreme Court, my fellow Americans. Last year, COVID-19 kept us apart. This year, we're finally together again. Tonight. Oh, fuck up. Jesus Christ. No thanks to you, asshole. No thanks to you. As Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, but most importantly, as Americans. With the duty to one another, to America, to the American people, to the Constitution, and an unwavering resolve that freedom will always triumph over tyranny. Thank you. Yeah, we're all united now. Don't you love that? Six days ago, Russia's Vladimir Putin sought to shake the very foundations of the free world. Can you guys hear this okay? Make it Let me know. To his menacing ways. But he badly miscalculated. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. Instead, he met with a wall of strength. He never anticipated or imagined. I'm going to count all his fuck-ups. The mall? Okay. The mall? <laughs> and you think... The President Zelensky... Every no, Ukrainian, their fearlessness, their courage, and determination from the Ukraine. literally inspires the world. Groups of citizens blocking tanks with their bodies, everyone from students to retirees to teachers, turned soldiers defending their homeland. How come that didn't inspire in people struggle, in Canada? President Zelensky said in his speech to the European Parliament, light will win over darkness. The Ukrainian ambassador to the United States is here tonight sitting with the First Lady. Let each of us, if you're able to stand, stand and send an unmistakable signal to the world of Ukraine. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. This is the state of the Ukraine or the state of America? What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Well, Ukraine is a real country, Mark. That's the difference. Afghanistan was never really a country. (laughs) Hug for the camera. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, for fuck's sake. I didn't say the... Did they say the Ukraine? I didn't say that. Yes. We, the United States of America, stand with the Ukrainian people. Throughout our history, we've learned this lesson. When dictators do not pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos. They keep moving. And the cost, the threats to America and America to the world keeps rising. That's why the NATO alliance was created to secure peace and stability in Europe after World War II. The United States is a member, along with 29 other nations. It matters. 
American diplomacy matters. American resolve matters. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home in this chamber and this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. But Putin was wrong. We are ready. We are united, and that's what we did. We stayed united. We prepared How? extensively and carefully. We spent months we building do? coalitions of other freedom-loving nations in Europe and the Americas, to, from America to the Asian what? and African continents. What? To confront Putin. Africa? Africa? Like many of you, I spent countless hours unifying. We've been united all the way to Africa. We shared with the world the in advance what we knew Putin was planning and precisely how we would try to falsify and justify his aggression. We countered Russia's lies with the truth. And now, now that he's acted, the three free world is holding him accountable, along with 27 members of the European Union, including France, Germany, Italy. As what are they doing? Like the United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, Korea, Australia, New Zealand. And He's just rattling off countries really fast. Switzerland. Pain. On Russia pain. The people of Ukraine. You're hurting the Putin people of Russia, not Vladimir Putin. What are you talking about? Has ever been. Together. I, I don't know who Glenn Jacobs is. So like, what are we doing to stop? I don't get it. Like, what do you, Together, what, what, what right if we haven't done anything? Powerful economic sanctions. Oh, yeah, powerful. Largest banks in the international financial system. Preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russell ruble. ruble. What? $630 billion what? war fund. I can't, I can't. We're choking <laughs> Russia's access. We're choking Russia's access to technology that will sap its okay, economic we and are its military. Seven minutes in, to yet to talk about America, Tonight, by the way. Yet I to talk about Russian America. oligarchs and the corrupt leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent regime. No more. The United States. Bob Menendez is fat ass from New Jersey. So meanwhile, back in America, the country's all fucked up, and he's like just talking about dedicated task force to go after the crimes of the Russian oligarchs. We're joining with European allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their this, private jets. This is what We're he thinks. Coming for you, ill-begotten gains. And tonight, I'm announcing that we will join our allies in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights, further isolating Russia. What about our fucking country? Why? It's been 10 minutes in. It's the state of Ukraine. Jesus Christ. That's a tweet. He has no idea what's coming. The ruble has already lost 30% of its value. The Russian stock market has lost 40% of its value. And trading remains suspended. The Russian economy is reeling, and Putin alone is the one to blame. Together with our allies, we're providing support to the Ukrainians in their fight for freedom. Military assistance, economic assistance, humanitarian assistance, 
We're giving more than a billion dollars of direct assistance yeah. to Ukraine and we'll what continue to aid Ukrainian people as they defend their country and help ease their suffering. I mean, okay, so we're nine minutes in now. Yet to talk about America. Yet. This is classic. They don't give a fuck about you, man. They don't care about America. None of these people care about Let you. Let me be clear. Our forces are not engaged and will not engage in the conflict with Russian forces in Ukraine. Oh, so tell me how we're going to stop them. not going to Europe to fight Ukraine, but to defend our NATO allies. Why would we? Putin decides to keep moving west. Why would we fight Ukraine? For that purpose, we have mobilized what? American ground forces, air squadrons, ship deployments to protect NATO, oh. including Poland, Romania, oh, that? Latvia, Lithuania, oh. and Estonia. And as I've made crystal clear, the United States and our allies will defend every inch of territory that is NATO territory with the full force of our collective power. Every single Oh, badass Joe. Uh, so this is basically deflecting. The border's in fucking crisis. The economy sucks. Wow. COVID spreads like crazy. And he's like, Ukraine. Pure courage. For the next few days, weeks, Jesus and Christ. months will be hard on them. Putin has unleashed violence and chaos. But while he may make gains on the battlefield, he'll pay a continuing high price over the long run. And a pound of Ukrainian people, proud, proud people, pound for pound, ready to fight with every inch of energy they have. They've known 30 years of independence, have repeatedly shown that they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. To all Americans, I'll be honest with you, as I always promised I would be. A Russian dictator invading a foreign country has cost around the world. And I'm taking robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at Russian economy. Can you believe Nancy Pelosi is like 82? Look at all that work. I know, right? Oh, my God. I can announce the United States has worked with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil from reserves around the world. America, Why don't we we have oil in our country, Joe? But you shut down the pipeline. Thirty million barrels of our own Asshole. Yeah, this would be like the ideal we time to open it. To do more if you would think. United climate with our climate. allies. Whatever These that means. steps will help blunt gas prices here at home. But I know news about what's happening. It's not. It's like a state of the Ukraine. America. It is. That's what I'm saying. You to know, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. When the history of this era is written. Putin's war in That's Ukraine it. Will have We're going to be okay. And the rest of the world stronger. Yeah. How the fuck does rising gas prices make us stronger? What? Well, it shouldn't have taken. Well, it shouldn't have taken something so terrible for people around the world to see what's at stake. Now everyone sees it clearly. We see the unity among leaders of nations, a more unified Europe, a more unified West. We see unity among the people who are gathering in cities and large crowds around the world, even in Russia, to demonstrate their support for the people of Ukraine. In the battle between democracy and autocracies, democracies are rising to the moment, and the world is clearly choosing the side of peace and security. I know we are going to this be okay. Is a test. It's going to take Wait. time. So let us continue to draw inspiration from the iron will of the Ukrainian people. To our fellow Ukrainian Americans. Oh, God, the sash. a deep bond that connects our two nations. 
We stand with you. We stand with you. Putin may circle Kyiv with tanks, Kyiv? but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Of the he Iranian? He just said the Iranian people. Yeah, he did. And he this motherfucker never, just said the Iranian people. The free world. Did you just say Kyiv too? Is it Kyiv? Is it Kyiv? That's right. potato, potato. We meet tonight in an America that has lived through two like, of the hardest years this nation has ever He really faced. said Iranian, right? The I didn't mishear that. Like, what? And so many families he said are living paycheck. No, he totally did. Everybody, I've got texts. They're like, Iran? What? Gas, housing, <laughs> and so much more. I understand uh, like many of you did. My dad had to leave his home in Scranton, Pennsylvania to find work. Oh, right, right, so like right. Like many of you, I grew up in a family when the price of food went up. What happened to his eyes? It had an impact. That's what one of the That's what Sue's said earlier. You said he looks big. Was fight to pass the American Rescue Plan. Do they not because open? We needed to act, and we did. Few pieces of legislation have done more at a critical moment in our history to lift us out of a crisis. It fueled our efforts to vaccinate the nation and combat COVID-19. Delivered immediate economic relief to tens of millions of Americans. It helped put food on the table. Remember those long lines of cars waiting for hours just to get a box of food put in their trunk? That's a good thing? It cut the cost of health care insurance. What? And as my dad used to say, it gave the people just a little bit of breathing room. Unlike the $2 trillion tax cut passed in the previous administration. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The top 1% of Americans. The American oh, shut Rescue the fuck Plan. Up. I benefited from that. The American Rescue Plan. The fuck was that? People and left no one behind. What the hell just happened there? They all booed, didn't they? He got booed, and then Chuck Schumer tried standing up early. Like, what the fuck was that? It worked. It worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs oh, just last year. Oh, fucking Eric Swallow with that stash. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. The economy grew at a rate of 5. I can't believe this. He really said the Iranian fucking people. Oh, my God. Bringing fundamental change oh, to our economy my God. It hasn't worked for working people in this nation for too long. For the past 40 years, we were told the tax break for those at the top and benefits would trickle down and everyone would, would benefit. But that trickle-down theory led to a weaker economic growth, lower wages, bigger deficits, and a widening gap between the top and everyone else in, in, in nearly a century. What? Look, look, look yeah, here's the look. I ran for office, look, look. And I realized we had <laughs> fundamental disagreements on this, but ran for office with a new economic vision for America. Invest in America, educate Americans, grow the workforce. Yes, they are. A man, Eric Swalwell. Eric fucking, what kind of a man? Thank, thanks. Next. Because we know when the middle class grows, when the middle class grows, the poor will weigh up and the wealthy do very well. America used to have the best roads, bridges, and airports on earth. And now, 
Our infrastructure is ranked 13th in the world. Yeah, who's the president, we'll asshole? We will compete for the jobs of the 21st century if we don't fix it. That's yeah. That was so important. Oh, oh but this guy, he's a little busy on paternity law. leave. Very busy. Didn't the bridge just fucking collapse in Pittsburgh? Like a major fucking bridge? Just collapsed the whole thing. This guy's like, we're doing great. Great. Our infrastructure is on point. Yeah. I want to thank the members of both parties who worked to make it happen. We're done talking about infrastructure weeks. We're now talking about an infrastructure decade. Whoa! Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> it's going to. It's going to transform America. To put us in a path to win the economic competition of the 21st century we face with the rest of the world, particularly China. I told oh Xi Jinping, it's never been a good bet to bet against the American people. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll create good jobs for millions Look of Americans, modernizing Not roads, impressed. airports, ports, waterways, all across America. And we'll do it to withstand the devastating effects of climate change and promote environmental justice. We'll build a national network of 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations. Begin to replace the poisonous lead pipes so every child, every American has clean water to drink at home and at school. We're going to provide, provide affordable, high-speed internet for every American, rural, suburban, yeah, I heard it affects too. And tribal communities. Climate change infects. Is that what he said? That's what it sounded like to me. Many of you have announced them in your districts. And tonight... I'm announcing that this year, I remember that. I remember that. I forgot about that video. Highway and 1,500 bridges in disrepair. And folks, why didn't you do that before the bridge collapsed? It's not in disrepair anymore. It's the State of the Union. You're supposed to tell us how things are going. He's like, well, they're going to be going good soon. Just give us a couple minutes. Once a couple more bridges collapse, then they'll all be good. Once we fix Ukraine, yeah, Ukraine first. The federal government spends about $600 billion a year to keep this country safe and secure. There's been a law in the books for almost a century to make sure taxpayers' dollars support American jobs and businesses. Every administration, Democrat or Republican, says they'll do it. But we're actually, we're actually doing it. Oh. Buy America. To make sure every everything Buy from the deck of an aircraft carrier to the steel on highway guardrails is made in America from beginning to end, all of it, all of it. So where is the prompter that he reads off of? You know, there must There's be. There's gotta a, be ones on each side because he keeps turning right, his head around. I'm saying, yeah. To compete for the jobs of the future, we also need a loving playing field. Oh God, here we go. And other competitors. That's oh, I think you're so talking about race. To pass the Bipartisan Innovation Act sitting in Congress that will make record investments in emerging <laughs> technology in American saying. manufacturing. We oh. invest almost 2% of our GDP in research and development. We don't now. Uh, the two Can't. clear stands are the teleprompters. Let me give you one oh, example okay. of why it's so important to pass. Gotcha. If you travel 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio, you'll find 1,000 empty acres of land. It won't look like much, but if you stop and look closely, you'll see a field of dreams. 
Oh my fucking the god! In which America's future will be built? Oh Jesus Christ! That's where Intel, the American company that helped build Silicon Valley, is going to build a twenty billion dollar semiconductor mega site, up to eight state-of-the-art factories in one place. Ten thousand new jobs. He's boring the fuck out of me, dude. Nobody knows what you're talking job about. About one hundred thirty-five dollars, one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars a year. Some most sophisticated manufacturing in the world to make com computer chips the size of a fingertip. The power of the world in everyday lives from smartphones, technology, know. That's, the that's internet, the best way I could yet to just... be invented. What is happening right now? What? Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger was here tonight. I know where Pat is. Pat, there you go. Pat, stand up. came to see me and he told me they're ready to increase their investment from 20 billion to 100 billion that would be the biggest investment in manufacturing in american history and all they're waiting for is for you to pass this bill so let's not wait any longer send it to my desk i'll sign it and we'll really take off in a big oh way. we'll really take off oh yeah whatever the fuck that is Intel is not alone. This is so Trump was so much better America. at this. It was so cool when Trump did just it. Look around and you'll see an amazing story. He can get the crowd going. Like this I know. is just like Stamping this is like what you put on to put your kid to sleep. I know. Of American manufacturing companies are choosing to build new factories here when just a few years ago they would have gone overseas. That's what's happening. Is Ford it, is investing is that what's eleven happening? billion dollars in electric vehicles creating 11,000 jobs across the country. GM is making the largest investment in his history, $7 billion to build electric vehicles. Creating yeah, well, yeah. Fauci just disappeared, by the way. He's he just did. gone. 369,000 new manufacturing yeah, jobs. Imagine that, an electric fucking truck. Seriously. And you have to, like, charge your goddamn thing, right, when it runs out of gas? Yes. So you can't just have a pit stop like you can with a gas car, right? Yeah, like, like if you have a hybrid, then yeah, you can do like both, I think, but you can do either way. But if it's totally electric, yeah, you're going to charge it. Generations of union steelworkers in Pittsburgh. Who's here tonight? Where are you, Jojo? There you go. Oh, Thanks, for buddy. Fuck's sake. He didn't even say. He couldn't even say. As Ohio a Senator Sherrod Brown says. Jojo. Jojo. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who's that little twerp? Right. Is that his grandkids? Why are you there? It's time to see the. Is that Minkus? What used to be called Rust Belt. He did. Minkus. What's happening right now? What is happening right now? What is he doing? Oh, you get it out, Joe. Get it out. It really was Minkus from Boy Meets World. I wondered where he went. Yeah. Inflation is robbing them of gains they thought otherwise they would be able to feel. Yeah, it is, I Joe. It. That's why my top oh. priority is getting prices under control. Look, our economy roared back faster than almost anyone predicted. Oh, the pandemic sake. meant that businesses had a hard time hiring enough people because of the pandemic to keep up production in their factories. So you didn't have people making those beams that went into buildings because they were out. The factory was closed. 
The panic also disrupted the global supply chain. Factories close. When that happens, it takes longer to make goods and get them to the warehouses, to the stores, and go, prices go up. Look at cars last year. One third of all the inflation was because of automobile sales. There weren't enough semiconductors to make all the cars that people wanted to buy. And guess what? What? Prices of automobiles went way up. Oh. Especially used vehicles as well. So that's good. And so we have a choice. What? One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make Americans poorer. I think I have a better idea to fight inflation. Okay, well, let's hear it. Lower your costs, not your wages. How do I control costs of things I don't sell? What? It's, what? The fuck does that mean? Control costs? That means make more cars and semiconductors in America. More what? infrastructure and innovation in America. More goods moving faster and cheaper in America. More jobs where you can earn a good living in America. He's just standing. This is just nonsense. Foreign supply chains. Let's <laughs> make it in America. None of this makes any sense. None of this makes Look. sense. What? Economist. That's a tweet. Oh my God. I guess it was just that easy. That's what we do. Costs were too high, so we just drive down costs. Why didn't I think of that? Building a better America. Oh, there it is. It's got a slogan. COVID. Ow. Super spreader. Lower your costs and lower the deficit. This is embarrassing. Seventeen Nobel laureates in economics said my plan will ease long-term inflation. Top business leaders. And I believe most Americans. Yeah, nationalism is bad. Here's the unless plan. you're in the Ukraine. First, cut the cost of prescription drugs. Oh yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, let's, that's something I could control. We pay more for the same drug produced by the same company in America than any other country in the world. Just look at insulin. One in ten Americans has diabetes. In Virginia, I met a 13-year-old boy, the handsome young man standing up there, Joshua Davis. Oh, boy. Oh, that's, oh, that, oh, that's who Minkus is. Okay. He's the diabetes diabetes. Okay. Type 1 diabetes, which means they need insulin every single day. Insulin costs about $10 a vial to make. That's what it costs the, the pharmaceutical company. They brought a little Trump boy. Company. Charge family like Joshua and his dad up to 30 times that amount. I spoke with Joshua's mom. Imagine okay. what it's like to look at your child who needs insulin to stay healthy and have no idea how in God's name you're going to be able to pay for it. What it does to your family, but what it does to your dignity, your ability to look your child in the eye, to be the parent you expect yourself to be. I really mean to think about that. That's what I think about. You know, okay. Yesterday, Josh was here tonight, but yesterday was his birthday. Happy birthday, buddy, by the way. <clears throat> this fucking kid. Where's his parents? Who's this true? <laughs> and 200,000. No, sure parents aren't invited. You're in your own. Mm. Let's cap the cost of insulin at $35 a month. So everyone can afford Oh, it. let's just do that. And what? drug companies will do very, very well. Their profit margin. What? 
Small so we're, we're worried about the profit margins of drug Let's companies? Let's let Medicare negotiate the price of prescription drugs. But he's the one who like took away Trump's protections, didn't he? Like on his For first what? day, no on drug way. prices, didn't he? Like didn't Trump? I don't. I don't even know to be honest with you. But none of that makes drugs. sense. Whatever he just said, I don't. Even... <laughs> Look, the American Rescue Plan is helping millions of families with oh. Affordable Care Act plans to save them twenty four hundred dollars a year on their health premiums. Let's close the coverage gap and make these savings <laughs> permanent. It's just like the second. Notice he hasn't talked about the jab yet. He hasn't talked about the climax. He hasn't talked about COVID at all. Interesting. An average of $500 a year by combating climate change. Let's provide oh, here we investment go. tax credits to weatherize your home and your business. To be energy efficient and get a tax credit for it. Double America's clean energy production in solar, wind, and so much more. Lower the price of electric vehicles, saving another $80. Where is AOC today? You're not going to have to pay at the pump. Folks. Third. Oh, there she is. The third thing we can oh, you do guys are ahead of me. Standard of living for hardworking folks is cut the cost of childcare. Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Like, how do I get my daycare to be like, yo, give me half off? I got a two for one coupon. Buy one, get one. Is that simple? Child. Okay. What are you going to do about that? I was a single dad for five years, raising two kids. I had a lot of help, though. I had a mom, a dad, a brother, and a sister that really helped. But middle class and working folks shouldn't have to pay more than 7% of their income to care for the young children. My plan. So what's your point? I got it. Okay. Cut the cost. Of child care in half for most families. How? How would I pay what? Parents, including millions of women who left the workforce during the pandemic because they couldn't afford child care to be able to get back to work, generating economic growth. Well, my plan doesn't stop there. It also includes home and long-term care, more affordable housing, pre-K for three and four-year-olds. So everything's just going to be cheaper. Lower cost the family. That's all. None okay. Plan, nobody. Let me say this again. I got to see this plan. This plan sounds fucking great. Hundred thousand dollar a year will pay an additional wow. penny in new taxes. Oh wow! Oh, one penny. Oh, penny. <clears throat> I may be wrong, but my guess is if we took a secret ballot in this floor, that we'd all agree that the present tax system ain't fair. We have to fix it. I'm not looking to punish anybody. Well, let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. Oh, except for them. What? They already do. Yes, she is. Last year. Like Chris Coons and Tom Carper and my distinguished congresswoman, we come from the land of corporate America. There are more corporations incorporated in America than every other state in America combined. In Delaware, there's more corporations in America. It's in, your is, state is Delaware, asshole. Jesus Christ. You couldn't even say Last Delaware. Year, 55 of the Fortune oh, 500 companies sake. earned $40 billion in profit and paid zero in federal taxes. Now look. <laughs> No. That's why I proposed a 15% minimum tax rate for corporations. We've got, and that's why 
In the G7 and other meetings overseas, we were able to put together, I was able to be somewhat helpful, 130 countries degree on a global minimum tax rate. So companies can't there. get out of paying their taxes at home by shipping jobs and factories overseas. It'll raise billions of dollars. That's why I propose closing yeah. loopholes for the very wealthy. That was just a one-time pay, thing. Who pay a lower tax rate than a teacher and a firefighter. So that's Is that true? Time, but we have we'll go more detail later. I'm going to grow. We will grow the economy. Oh, lower the okay. cost of families. So what are we waiting for? Let's get this done. We all know we've got to make changes. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm exactly like all this magical shit's going to happen. <laughs> we just, we don't know how it's just it's in the plan guys. It's the plan. Just have, trust you me. The, have you read the plan? Which plays a critical role in fighting inflation. What does my plan will not only lower cost and give families plan. a fair shot. Oh, it's the plan. Oh, right. right the deficit. Oh, this administration plan kicks ass, man. It's a great plan. Wealthy corporations. It I love this plan. Undermine the watchdogs. <laughs> Fucking the best plan ever. Pandemic relief funds being wasted. <laughs> Remember we had those debates about whether or not those watchdogs should be able to see every day how much money was being spent, where was it going to the right place? But in my administration, the watchdogs are back. Oh, they're back. We're going to go after the criminals who stole billions of relief money meant for small business and millions yeah. of Americans. Her I'm name is Monica Cannon Grant. She lives in Taunton. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it did just start. Oh, look, it's the guy that calls uh, parents at school committee meetings domestic terrorists. That asshole. I think we all agree. Thank you. By the end of this year, the deficit will be down to less than half of what it was before I took office. The only president ever to cut the deficit by more than $1 trillion in a single year. Lowering your cost also meant demanding more competition. I'm a capitalist, but capitalism without competition is not capitalism. Capitalism without competition capitalism. is exploitation. Capitalism? Capitalism. No tea. Capitalism. Okay. When corporations have to compete, their profits go up and your prices go up when they don't have to compete. Your prices, what? And family farmers and ranchers, I need not tell some of my Republican friends from those states. Guess what? What? You got four basic meatpacking facilities. I'll That's give you it. some meat. Yeah. You play with them, you don't get to play at all. Yeah, her, her name's Leah. Speaking more. of meatpacking, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It was too easy. Goods in and out of America during the pandemic. About half a dozen less foreign-owned companies raised prices by as much as one thousand percent. Give you a meatpacking Made player. record profits tonight. Announcing you. a crackdown on those companies overcharging American businesses oh. and consumers. Businesses. Yeah. Speaking of meatpacker, <laughs> meat that's a tweet. And as Wall Street firms take over more nursing homes, quality in those homes has gone down and costs have gone up. That ends on my watch. Medicare is going to set higher standards for nursing homes and make sure your loved ones get the care they deserve and that they inspect and they will look at closely. Oh, man. We're also going to cut costs to keep <laughs> the economy going strong and giving workers a fair shot, provide more training and apprenticeships, higher them based on skills, uh, not just the degrees. 
Let's pass the Paycheck Fairness Act and pay leave. Raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And extend the child tax credit. So no, no for fuck's sake. Raise the family in poverty. Let's increase Pell Grants, increase our historic support for HBCUs. Oh, God. And invest in what Jill, our first lady who teaches full-time, calls America's best-kept secret, community colleges. <laughs> Look. <laughs> oh, boy. When a majority of workers want to form a union, they shouldn't be able to be stopped. When we invest in our workers and we build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out together, we can do something we haven't done in a Fucking long time. Fucking badass plan. Build a better America. For more than two years, COVID has impacted every decision in our lives and the life of this nation. And I know you're tired, frustrated, and exhausted. Uh, that doesn't even yeah. count. Close to a million people who sit at a dining room table or a kitchen table and look at an empty chair because they lost somebody. Oh, for fuck's sake. But I also know this. Does anybody do that? Like, sit at the dining room table because and just, like, look at the chair? <laughs> like, what? Sometimes. You know, when I'm contemplating, yeah. that's where I go. Have been yeah. By this Congress. Tonight, I can say we're moving forward safely back to a no, norm, more normal routines. We've reached a new moment in the fight against COVID-19. Oh, here we go. Where severe cases are down to a level not seen since July of last year. Just a few days ago, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention issued a new mask guideline. Under the new guidelines, most Americans and most of the country can now go mask-free. Oh, I could, I could have done that the whole time, by the way. <laughs> thank you for granting me. Yeah, thank you. Right. Oh, we can. We could, we could do no. what we've been doing. Yeah, I could actually do that whatever the fuck I felt like. But thanks anyway, Joe. COVID-19 no longer need control our lives. I know some are talking about living with COVID-19. But tonight, I say that we never will just accept living with COVID-19. We'll continue to combat the virus as we do other diseases. And because this virus mutates and spreads, we have to stay on guard. And here are four common sense steps as we move forward safely, in my view. First, stay protected with vaccines and treatments. We know how incredibly effective vaccines are. If you're vaccinated and boosted, you have the highest degree of protection. And we'll never give up on vaccinating more Americans. Now, I know parents with kids under five are eager to see their vaccines authorized for their children. Scientists are working hard to get that done. We'll be ready with plenty of no, vaccines if and when we're good. we do. All set, thanks. We're all, all ready. set. Scientists can take it easy. I'm putting on my hoodie. It's cold. Viral treatments. If you get COVID-19, the Pfizer pill reduces your chances of ending up in the hospital by 90%. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. Pfizer's working overtime to get us some. Oh, great. Pills I'm sure you have, Joe. And more than double that next month. And now we're launching the test to treat initiative. So people can get tested at a pharmacy and if they prove positive, receive the antiviral pills on the spot at no cost. What the fuck happened to this? Folks, this is... If you're immortal, if you're immunocompromised or have some other vulnerability, we have treatments and free high-quality masks. We're leaving no one behind or ignoring anyone's needs as we move Oh, forward. we got the fucking green screen here. We've made hundreds yeah, of millions yeah, of tests available, <laughs> and you can order them for free to your doorstep. 
and we've already ordered free tests. If you already ordered free tests tonight, I'm announcing you can order another group of tests. Oh. Go to covidtest.gov starting COVID. next week, and you can get more tests. Excellent. Second, this is what prepare for what? new variants. Oh, the past, here we go. Much better at detecting new variants. If necessary, we'll be able to develop new vaccines within 100 days instead of maybe months or years. And if Congress presides the funds we need, we'll have new stockpiles of tests, masks, pills ready if needed. I can't promise a new variant won't come, but I can't I can promise you we'll do everything within our power to be ready if it does. Oh, OK. <clears throat> what? So free tests? Is that right? We can end the shutdown of schools. Yeah, more free tests. We have the tools we need. It's time for America to get back to work and fill our great downtowns again with people. People working from home can feel safe and begin to return to their offices. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The vast majority of federal workers will once again work in person. Our schools are open. Let's keep it that way. Our kids need to be in school. You're the assholes who shut down the schools. And the teachers unions who fucking fill your pockets, you asshole. Ah, oh, these fucking assholes. Well, 75% of adult, 75% of adult Americans fully vaccinated and hospitalizations down by 77%. Most Americans can remove their masks and stay in the classroom and move forward safely. We achieved this because we provided free vaccines treatments, tests, and masks. Of course, continuing this costs money. So I'll not surprise you, I'll be back to see y'all. And I'm gonna soon send a request to Congress. The vast majority of Americans have used these tools and may want again, we may need them again. So I expect Congress, and I hope you'll pass that quickly. Fourth, we'll continue vaccinating the world. We've sent 475 million vaccine doses to 112 countries. The fuck do I care about that? On Earth. Right. We won't stop. Oh, good. So Ethiopia the got their COVID vaccine. A, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine what? can stop the spread of these diseases. <laughs> so much <laughs> I don't think so. Time with one another. The worst of all. Oh, that's good. Loss of that's life. rich. That's rich. Let's use this moment to reset. Oh, goodness. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it for what it is. A god-awful disease. No. Let's stop sending each, seeing each other as enemies. Start seeing each other for He's who He's slurring are. hard. You Follow literally me. called us the fucking enemy. Look. What? All the diseases. These diseases. We... We can't change how divided we've been. There's a long time in coming. But we can change how to move forward on COVID-19 and other issues that we must face together. I recently visited New York City Police Department days after the funerals of Officer Wilbur Mora and his partner, Officer Jason Rivera. They were responding to a 9-11 call when a man shot and killed them with a stolen gun. Officer Moore was 27 years old. Officer Rivera was 22 years old. Both Dominican-Americans who grew up in the same streets 
but they later chose the parole to uh, patrol. As oh patrol. my God! He called it parole. He called it. I parole. spoke with their families. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! I told them when they were parole, in debt for their sacrifices. Oh. And will carry on their mission to restore the trust and safety. Oh, and my God, I can't. This like is... some of you that have been around for a while, I've worked with you on these issues for a long time. I know what works. Investigating crime prevention and community policing, cops who walk the beat, who know the neighborhood, and who can restore trust and safety. Let's not abandon our streets or choose between safety and equal justice. Let's come together and protect our communities, restore trust, and hold law enforcement accountable. That's why the Justice Department has required body cameras, banned choke calls, and restricted no-knocks warrants for its officers. That's why the American Rescue Plan that you all provided $350 billion that cities, states, and counties can use to hire more police, invest in more... Bro, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's my general take on this so far. Like. Bro, what? Proven <laughs> strides like. Yeah, what's up with cancer? We're there. Violence interruption, trusted messengers, breaking the cycle of violence and trauma, and giving young people some hope. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police, it's to fund the police. Uh, show AOC. Show AOC. Yeah, they're going to look for the squad. They're looking for the squad. Why are they showing them? Show Corey Bush. Fund them with Show resources the... and training. Your resources party. and training they need to protect our communities. They know that that one I does not pull well. They know that. To pass my budget and keep our neighborhoods safe. And we'll do everything in my power to crack down on gun trafficking of ghost guns that you can buy online, assemble at home, no serial numbers, can't be traced. I ask Congress to pass proven measures to reduce gun violence, pass universal background checks. Why should anyone on the terrorist list be able to purchase a weapon? Why? Why? And folks, ban assault weapons with high capacity magazines. Was that like a salute? Homes. I don't know you what that was. think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests? Kibler Vest. Kibler Elf manufactures the only industry in America that can't be sued. The only one. This is what the, okay. Imagine had we done that with the tobacco manufacturers. These laws don't infringe on the Second Amendment. They save lives. The most fundamental right in America is the so right do to guns. And have it. Oh, counted. here we go. Here we go. And look, here's the racist. Oh, it's under assault. State after state, new laws yep. have been passed. Oh, yeah, voter ID. Suppress the vote. We've been there before, but to subvert the entire election. Oh, yeah. This happen. Yeah, Tonight like you I just did. Oh, yeah. To pass. Pass the Freedom to Vote Act. Pass the John Lewis Act, Voting Rights Act. Didn't that already fail? And while you're at it, <laughs> pass the Disclose Act so Americans know who's funding our election. Look. Tonight, I like to honor someone who dedicated his life to serve this country. Justice Breyer, an Army veteran, constitutional scholar, retiring justice of the United States Supreme uh -oh. Court. Justice Breyer, thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh -oh. Get up, stand up and see you. Thank you.
And we all know, no matter what your ideology, we all know one of the most this serious constitutional responsibility a president has is nominating someone to serve on the United States Supreme Court. As I did four days ago, I've nominated the Circuit Court of Appeals. He's going to say black woman. It's going to be the Brown Jackson. It's going to be the first thing he says about it. nation's top legal minds. There we go. Continue in just Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence. Oh, he didn't mention it? Wow. Practice. That's amazing. Federal public defender from a family of public school educators and police officers. She's a consensus builder. Since she's been nominated, she's received a broad range of support. She, she raped me, just so we're clear. Order of police. So I don't remember. Judges supported by Democrats and Republicans. It definitely happened, Folks, though. if we're to advance liberty and justice, we need to secure our border and fix the immigration system. Oh! Yeah! Yeah! Give it a shot. You should fucking do that. The fucking pompousness of this asshole. <laughs> Catch and release, motherfucker. Yeah, we should secure the border, which is the exact fucking opposite of what we've been doing. Well, we should we should get on that. My guess, I think we can do. No one ever suggested that. First, we need a new pool of voters, but that's okay. New technology like cutting edge scanners to better detect drug smuggling. Fucking balls! I know. Joint patrols in Mexico and Guatemala to catch more human traffickers. We're putting what? in place dedicated immigration judges in significant larger number so families fleeing persecution and violence can have their curses cases heard faster and those who curses legitimately here can be sent have their curses heard faster we're screening we're securing commitments and supporting partners in south and central america to host more refugees and secure their own borders we can do all this while keeping lit the torch of liberty that has led the generation of immigrants to this land my forebears and many of yours Provide a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, those with temporary status, farm workers, essential workers. Revise our laws so businesses have workers they need and families don't wait decades to reunite. It's not only the right thing to do, it's economically smart thing to do. That's why that the immigration smart? reform is supported by everyone from labor unions to religious leaders to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Let's get it done once and for all. Folks. Uh, exactly. Like, they, they actually did that. Remember they were like... Women. The constitutional oh, right affirmed by Roe v. Wade, standing precedent for half a century is under attack as never before. If you want to go forward, not backwards, you must protect access to health care. Preserve a woman's right to choose. And continue to advance maternal health care for all Americans. <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett. She's, she's like, just not having it. Like, bitch, I had like seven kids. Americans. <laughs> oh, here comes the plus. Finally get the Bipartisan Equality Act to my desk. The onslaught of state laws targeting transgender Americans and their families. It's yeah, like what? Wrong. Like what? What the fuck? Year, especially to our younger transgender Americans, I'll always have your back as your president so you can be yourself and reach your God-given potential. Folks. Uh, there's Ted Lou. He's another asshole. Just demonstrated, while it often appears we do not agree, and that we, we do agree on a lot more things than we acknowledge. 
I signed 80 bipartisan bills in the law last year, from preventing government shutdowns, protecting Asian Americans from still too common hate crimes, to reforming military justice, and will soon be strengthening the Violence Against Women Act that I first wrote three decades ago. It's important. Yeah, no, it's well, important that, that's all they do with this thing, too. And that's Honestly. all this is. We can come together and do big things. Tonight, I'm offering a unity agenda for the nation. Unity agenda. Four big things oh, here we, go. we can do together. Oh, okay. I'm going to mark. The, I'm going to write this down. Four big things. Number one. Opioid epidemic. Oh, okay. Simple. Okay. Beat opioid. Beat opioid. Okay. Increase funding for prevention. Okay. Harm reduction and recovery. Get rid of outdated rules and stop doctors and and the, that stop doctors prescribing treatments. Stop the flow of illicit drugs by working with stop local treatment. Stop them prescribing treatments, the say? And if you're suffering from addiction, okay. you, know, you should know you're not alone. I believe in recovery, and I celebrate the 23 million, 23 million Americans in recovery. Second, let's take okay. on mental health, especially among our children whose lives and education have been Turned upside okay, so down. Okay, men so mental health. So we're going to fix. Rescue plan gave schools money to okay. hire teachers and help students make up for lost learning. Okay, no I more mental health. Parent to make sure your school, your school does just that. He actually said that. We can all play a part. Sign up to be a tutor or a mentor. Children were also struggling before the pandemic. Bullying, so violence, trauma. We're fixing the harms this. Of social media. Okay, so no more social media. Haugen. Who is what? here tonight with us has shown we must hold social media platforms accountable for the national experience. Oh, this cunt! On our children for profit. The whistle. Oh my God! So we're gonna fix mental health by kicking more people off Facebook. Yep. Who knew? That's the plan. I like the the plan. More censorship. That's the plan. Thank you for the plan. courage you showed. The courage. It's time to strengthen privacy. Protection. I fucking hate that. Ban targeted advertising. So stunning and brave. Demand yes. tech companies stop collecting personal data on our children, and let's get all Americans the mental health services they need. More people can turn for help, and full parity between physical and mental health care. This is like Michael Scott's ten-point plan. <laughs> To fix Dunman Mifflin. I don't you watch the office. I was just okay. watching it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have a 50 day plan, 50 point plan. Okay, day 50 fixed. Day 49, go. <laughs> okay. So we're still on part two, right? I think, I we're think still so. On I've heard of three. Wait, did he just stop and he started went onto another topic? No, I think it's all part three. Part, part two still. Mental health. No military. And care for oh, those the military in family when they come home. I think that's part of mental health. My administration oh, is it? Okay, cool. assistance so. and job training, housing. I think so. And now helping we'll lower-income veterans get VA care debt-free. And our troops in Iraq have faced in Afghanistan have faced many dangers. One being stationed at bases, breathing in toxic smoke from burn pits. What? Wait, how was that? What is she many doing? What the fuck was that? Okay, what are we doing? Is she having a stroke? These burn pits that incinerate waste, the waste of war, medical, and hazards material, cold? jet fuel, and so much more. And they can <laughs> hold many of the world's fittest and best what part are we on? in the world. I, I, Never the same. 
headaches, numbness, dizziness, a cancer that would put them in a flag draped coffin. Oh, man. I know. Oh, somebody yelled one something. Those, one of those soldiers was my son, Major Bo Biden. Oh, here we I go. I don't know for sure if the burn pit that he lived near, that his hooch was near in his Iraq hooch? and earlier than that in Kosovo, is the cause of his brain cancer, the disease of so many other troops. But I am committed to find out everything we can, committed to military families like Danielle Robinson from Ohio, the widow of Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson. He was born a soldier. Army National Guard, combat medic in Kosovo. He always goes to bow when everybody's in the size. I don't know what that person yelled. Can we can we find out what that person yelled? It's not like a woman. He loved going to Ohio State football games. And he loved building Legos with their daughter. With cancer from prolonged exposure to burn pits, ravaged Heath's lungs and body. Danielle says Heath was a fighter to the very end. He didn't know how to stop fighting. And neither did she. Through her pain, she found purpose to demand that we do better. Okay, we have part Tonight, two Danielle, still. I was right. I had, do part one was beat the opiate crisis. Point two mental health. Point two. I think three. I think this is three. I don't know. Already helping more veterans get benefits. He needs better organization. I'm announcing we're expanding eligibility to veterans suffering from. Maybe he forgot what comes after two. Did he actually? Okay. To pass the law to make sure veterans devastated by toxic exposure in Iraq. What is she doing? Finally, get the benefits. She's right. I no, I don't think she is actually. She just got up by herself and started like rubbing her hands. Evidently, this is wild. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And fourth and last, let's end cancer as we know it. Oh, oh, oh. kill cancer. So we're gonna fix cancer, okay. All of it. And then? This is personal to me and to Jill and to Kamala and so many of you. So many of you have lost someone you love. Husband, wife, son, daughter, mom, dad. Cancer is the number two cause of death in America, second only to heart disease. Last month, I announced the plan to supercharge the cancer moonshot that President Obama asked me to lead six years ago. Our goal is to cut cancer death rates by at least 50% over the next 25 years. I think we can do better than that. Turn cancers from death sentences into treatable diseases. More support for patients and their families. To get there, I call on Congress to fund what I call ARPA-H, Advanced, Advanced Research Projects Agency for Health. Pattern after DARPA in the Defense Department. Projects that led in DARPA to the internet, GPS, and so much more to make our forces more safer and be able to wage what? war more with more clarity. What? ARPA will have a singular purpose, 
to drive breakthroughs in cancer, Alzheimer's, and diabetes. Yeah, is this the four-point plan? Oh, so four is fixed cancer? Four is cancer. So three had to be troops. And I don't see a partisan edge to any one of those four things. Okay. My fellow Americans. So the four, okay. No, no more junkies. No more mental illness. Support the troops. Fix cancer. Problem yep. solved. We'll be good. Capital, <laughs> generation after generation of Americans have debated okay. great questions. Amid great wow, strife, like, this is a cool plan. I've done great things. We fought for freedom, expanded liberty, debated totalitarianism and terror. We built the strongest, freest, and most prosperous nation the world has ever known. Now is the hour, our moment of responsibility, our test of resolve and conscience of history itself. It is in this moment that our character, this generation is formed. Our purpose is found. Oh God. Our future is forged. Well, I know this nation. We'll meet the test, protect freedom and liberty, expand fairness and opportunity. And what? we will save democracy. As hard as those times have been, I'm more optimistic about America today save than I've been my whole life. Because I see the future that's within our grasp. Because I know there's really nothing beyond our, Kamask, our capacity. Our Kamask. We're the only nation on earth that's always turned Mask. every crisis we face into an opportunity. The what only the nation fuck? that can be defined by a single word, possibilities. So on this night, on our 245th year as a nation, I've come to report on the state of the nation, the state of the union. And state my of the nation, is this, the union. The state of the union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. We are stronger today. We are stronger today than we were a year ago. And we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. Kamaski? It's a... Kermoski, okay. Kermoski, okay. Will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Oh, God, God. Go get him. Go get him. What? What is this? Is, is get, this the ball game? Are we going out to beat the other team? Go get who? Get President Biden who am I supposed for to go get? Over an hour <laughs> in his first State of the okay. Union speech. Who am I supposed? I'm really confused. Spending about the first uh, ten or eleven minutes talking about the situation in Ukraine and the American-led coalition of countries that have oh, stood what? up to Vladimir. What am I supposed to do? Go but get who? What we saw just Follow a few minutes ago, about six minutes yeah, uh, near the, the end the of the uh, of the speech, we heard wow, an interruption. In the crowd, yeah, okay. a member of Congress. I want to go to NBC News, senior Capitol Hill course. Was that Marjorie Taylor Greene? Was inside the chamber. What was that we heard yes. as the president was beginning to talk about his late Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. Yeah, Lester, that was Republican Lauren Boebert. Yes, Colorado, I called it. As the I called it. Was talking about Lauren warriors in flag draped coffins. She interjected 13 of them, I believe, a reference to the Ooh, American servicemen right? and women who men who in were Afghan. killed in. Afghanistan during the withdrawal, she and Marjorie Taylor Greene, another Republican freshman, kept up something as a, of a running commentary throughout much of the speech, interjecting in segments about immigration and segments about COVID, uh, jumping up and, and, and clearly audible 
commentary, even as far away as I am upstairs in the gallery. And it's and it sounded like some were trying to shush her. Yeah, well, there Democrats. was definitely a reaction. They're only a few seats away from the aisle, that the center aisle of the chamber that separates the Democrats from the Republicans. There was definitely a significant reaction uh, from those who heard her jumping in. Uh, not entirely clear where it was coming from, but clearly a, an unwelcome interruption from, from most of the other folks in the chamber, Lester. Oh, there's Sheldon Whitehouse. Well, we'll turn to NBC's yeah. chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander, who's been listening to this speech. It felt like the top of the speech was a rewrite in light of pressing events happening in the world stage. But then the remainder of it uh, went along. Its most State of the Union addresses do a laundry list of, uh, of, of goals and aspirations Go and pressing <laughs> lawmakers to pass his oh, initiatives. So what was your take, Peter? Yes, yeah, Savannah, that was my take. This really did feel like two different speeches. The first 15 minutes in many ways seemed like they were written for this moment. The U.S. and its allies overseas uh, teaming up together Trump's in this fight against tyranny, awesome. against autocracy, against Vladimir Putin in support of the Ukrainian people. It was about as much bipartisan applause as you've seen in a chamber like that in a couple decades, dating back perhaps to, to the months and years that followed 9-11. Well, the president saying of Vladimir Putin, he has no idea what's See, I don't, happening. But I, I like to watch the enemy, Mike A. I like to watch uh, to, the to see what they're saying. Agenda, I, I, ways, I like to have something to complain about. So Fox is blowing them up? Can we see if Fox has a live stream? I'll try to find one and send it to you. back better plan as an effort to build a better America, but still detailing a lot of the same policies that have been stalled on Capitol Hill. The president did uh, did rebrand another slogan that was harmful to Democrats in the last election, the defund the defund, police oh, yeah. line saying fund the police. But again, my biggest takeaway was on this night where it really felt like there was a moment that potentially Maxine Waters. all of oh. these Americans, all of these lawmakers together um, in, in this in this moment where the world is really watching that the president focused on that only very briefly before Fox? moving on. Oh, do you have the stream? Yeah, I it as well before yeah, put that on. He left the podium. The president said, go get him. Unclear to whom he was referring there. Was that about Vladimir Putin or who else? I think in some ways I anticipate it might be more of an Oval Office type address, uh, address about foreign policy, but but did become oh, much of one. So that was uh, interesting. I mean... How anyone could watch this guy speak and be like, oh, yeah, we're in good hands with that guy. He can barely put a sentence together. How many things did he screw up tonight? He's got a goddamn teleprompter in front of him. That's him at his best. Think of all the drugs they had to put into him to keep him up this late. I know, My right? God. My God. Okay. Uh, I mean, I oh, here we go. It's a testament to sort of how Joe Biden has been sort of you know, oh, throughout nice. this last year, trying to work bipartisanly. But I also think that this is a critical moment, and I think he's also messaging to Congress. I want to continue. This is Fox. With you, with I think so. Republican. Is that Fox? Unless I'm wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, it is. Okay. Now yeah. with the, the situation okay. with Ukraine, you know, I think he tried to make that understandable for people at home, and so that I think was the the focus. Is he's signing? He's signing uh, Swalwell's autograph. He's signing it. Uh, that's what I'm watching. Oh, you're okay. Your stream's like a little behind. Right, I want to expand on he's, that. I'm watching it. It's um, weird, but he's signing an autograph for Eric Swalwell. This is how. We meet as Americans. He said that freedom. Oh my God. Tyranny. He was pretty impactful when he came down to his tone and his words uh, against President Putin before. So what do you guys think in the comments? Let's see. We talked about the tone that he needed to take. So we're going to cure, cure, cure inflation. 
Look, uh, I think he did a few things. One is I think he sent a clear message to Americans about the same democracy. He was very clear. I got the Fox We are going to make it through. We're here Wait, to help you. There may I'll be some challenges ahead, but at the end of the day. Hold on. I'll, I'll send it to you. Let me. Uh... Do, do, do. Was that Newsmax? I don't even know what that was. We I don't at. know what that was. It said it was on Fox Live, so I don't know what, what that was. Was it? That's what it said. Like I, like, I started looked at it too. Oh, really? Is that? I have Dick no idea. Cheney? Who the fuck is that? Oh no, that's Pat Leahy from Vermont. All right, all right. So I just sent it to you. So it should be coming up. So Dana Perino is giving a scathing. Dana Perino's pretty mild mannered too. That was yeah, I was say that was news. Who are those nerdlingers? She's gone. Dana Perino's. All right. All right. Cool. Let's share. Oh, are they not doing like a commentary on Fox? No, I guess not. Well, that's dumb. Just okay. shaking hands. Okay. All right. So anyway, I guess we'll do commentary then. So yeah, uh, I thought that was uh, pretty much as awful as I thought it would be. I missed I, I missed the old Trump State of the Unions because during the Trump State of the Unions, he would always have like the perfect staged people for it. Like, and it, it was just powerful shit, man. Like he had that North. The, the kid who got killed in North Korea, uh, it, Otto Wamberger, I think it was his name. Uh, he had his parents there the first time. They cried. Like Trump's State of the Unions were powerful, awesome. He had perfectly placed, you know, people to point to and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he knows how to work a crowd. Yeah, Joe Biden brought Minkus and a couple others. Like, it wasn't. I mean, it was classic Joe Biden, and it, it was. Basically, like, we're going to give you guys everything. Everything's going to be cheaper. Like, I'm all for cheap like, half-off child care. I don't know how you do that. I don't right, know yeah, you do he doesn't either. So he's yeah, just putting out what sounds I good. Yes, my daycare is just going to charge me less. Just so gonna be they're, they're charging me right now what they are for no reason out of pure greed. I guess that's what they're doing. Who knew? I they're just not going to get paid anymore. Like, they're just going to watch your kids for free. They're fine. Yeah, fine. okay, okay. So I don't know. The the four point plan though. So again, this was the, this is their plan to fix America. They're going to beat the opioid crisis. So we're going to have no more um, drugs, I guess. Right? We're going to have no more ju- junkies. So that well, that's going to be a problem for me. It's going to hurt the Turtle Boy Industrial Complex because a lot of my stories revolve around that. So right. that's then the mental health thing. We're going to fix mental health. I don't know how we're going to do that, but. Keep in mind, in the last two years, the government literally created a mental health crisis in this country yeah. by, you know, locking people down, keeping kids out of school, masking us for no reason at all. So that's good. Uh, so step three is support the troops, which would have been nice to do again in Afghanistan uh, with the troops over there. And we're going to support the troops by sending them all to Europe to fight Russia. Is that what I mean? That's what he said earlier in this speech. We're going to send so. them to all these countries, and then we're going to cure cancer, which I'm all for because cancer is a bitch. All of them, all of them. We're just going to get rid of cancer because remember, that was one of his big promises. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, they we'll also great, okay. but like the fact that you don't have any plans to do any of this is just well, there is a plan. We just have to read the it. The plan is secret. The plan, the big plan. Trust it. Okay. 
All right. Anybody have any questions uh, you guys got for me? Uh, if not, so on Thursday night during Turtle Club, we're going to do what we normally would have done uh, tonight. We're going to talk about that, uh, the blogs of the week. Yeah, not like a special one. So we're going to do the blogs of the week on, on Thursday, and we'll have a live show on Saturday night as well. Okay. Yeah, global warming's got to fix global warming or climate change. It's called now climate change. We're going to fix that, protect them polar bears and the ice caps, and, uh, you know, keep buying property on, on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, read your donut. Oh, did I get a dono? Did I get one? Hold on. Apparently. If she told you to read it, probably. Hold on. Did you did you send it on uh, Cash App? Because if you sent it on Cash App, I didn't get it because I have my phone upstairs for the Cash App. You suck. I know. I know. Hold on. <laughs> I know. I don't know where my goddamn. I have, that's the problem having two phones. <laughs> did you send it on the Cash App, Suzanne, or the? Uh, hold on. Let me check my Stripe. Sometimes I don't get the email. That's been happening. Check Stripe. <clears throat> God, sorry. Yeah, right there. That wasn't me. <laughs> That's okay. not me. Did Joe Biden get someone in your house sick? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, Su Suzanne did send a, a dono on the turtle chat, but for whatever reason, I didn't get an email, and I wish I read it. So Suzanne, if you want to write your what you would have written there. I did. I get, yeah. I mean, I got it on Stripe. For some reason, it's not coming up. I think I'm supposed to get an email. This has been happening a couple of times for the turtle chat. So if you want to message me the message, I will just read it off. If you would be easy, I'll read off the message. How about that? Swalwell fired it. Okay. Do we lose you, Deb? I'm here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Check spam mail. Yeah, let me check my spam folder. Um, spam. No, I didn't get any turtle chat. I mean, I clearly got it. I checked my Stripe account and it came through. So I definitely got the money. I just did not get an email alerting me to that. So I'll have to uh, fix that if that's going to be a problem. Uh, thank you, Suzanne. Whatever the message is, you can DM it to me and I will read it out loud. How about that? I'll gladly do that. Okie dokie. Anybody else have any other questions they want to ask me? Fire away. What do you think of the motivation for the squad to do a rebuttal? Um, so I think that, well, I think their motivation is that the left isn't to the left enough and they uh, Rashida to leave. They, picked one of the most polarizing people in the country. She's not going to like that to fund the police comment. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, so the motivation, I think the squad has to know that they are, they're, they're part of the party. Isn't really ever going to be in charge, but their role is to basically, you know, they can, they represent like 40% of the democratic party. Probably I would estimate. So they need them to win primaries and shit and they need their support. So they have to like constantly appease them. So they're, their plan is to just be so far radical left that like once in a while, Joe Biden will do. I mean, he does a lot of things that they like, like a lot of this shit is far left that Joe Biden's been doing. So I think that's their plan is to like influence. They know they're never going to be in charge, but they want to influence those who will be. So the Republican response is about to, who, who's even reading the Republican response. 
I don't even know. I don't either. What's happening, Sean Carrot? How's it going, brother? You in the tub? Welcome to the show. <laughs> like always. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of meet and greets here. Um, Dick Morris says it's progressives versus. Oh, God, we... stop. Oh, <laughs> Suzanne has a good idea. Can we do a, what, what did I do? Oh, so I was oh, taking your glory. <laughs> so yeah, I'll let you do that. Suzanne says, can we do a turtle rider rebuttal to Biden's speeches going forward? Okay. So I'll do my, should I do my rebuttal? Okay. Yeah, do it. All right. Uh, listen, people, that speech fucking sucked. Big balls. All that guy did is lie to you. For the last two years, the Democrats have maintained power and they have destroyed your livelihoods. They have taken your kids out of school. They have masked them. They have created a mental health crisis. They took a perfectly healthy $20 trillion economy and just shut it down and decided that they could just Get it going again like it's fucking ground beef that you put in the freezer and poof, it just gets better because that's apparently how an economy works now. So that's what they did. So things were fine with Trump and then they took over. And then all of a sudden you might have noticed that gas prices went through the roof and you can't even buy a goddamn used car anymore because they're not even fucking around anymore. It's, it's cheaper to buy a new car. They cost 50 grand to get a fucking Hyundai. Hyundai, uh, goddamn Hyundai costs $50,000. That's what's happening now. That's the state of the union. And it's not because the car companies are trying to like make crazy profits or anything like that. It's because everything else costs more money because that's what happens when stuff gets stuck on cargo ships outside of Long Beach for four months at a time because Mayor Pete's on paternity leave. That's what fucking happens. And oh yeah, in the last two years, we've completely got rid of gender. There's some dude with a dick dominating women swimming, kicking ass. So that's cool. Gender equality. They fucking did that to you. Don't forget that. On top of that, uh, our children just got to take off masks yesterday. A lot of kids don't. Communists have taken over pretty much every city in the United States, every major, uh, especially in, in California and the Northeast. They've taken over. There's one free place in the whole country. It's called Florida. Everybody wants to move there, even liberals. It's becoming redder and redder by the day. So that's cool, I guess. But it sucks if you live in a blue state still. Um, what else do we got going on in the country? Oh, uh, opiate epidemic off the charts. But we're going to fix that, I guess, by what? Getting The doctors are going to stop giving medication out. So that's the plan. So you're just going to, you know, you're sick. You go to the doctor. And then, you, you know, you tell the doctor, oh, doctor, I'm sick. I need some medicine. He's going to go, go fuck yourself, junkie. And then the opiate epidemic is fixed. So that's number two. Mental health. Oh, I've had some mental health issues uh, over the last two years. So Biden's going to fix that, I guess, um, by uh, telling me to calm down. I don't know. Just he's going to fix it. I'm just not going to have any issues anymore. So that's fixed. That's great. Uh, the troops are going to be all such, and we're going to fix the troops uh, because we're going to have more diversity. We're going to have more diversity in the Army, in gender, and in inclusion, and in equity. It's all going to be there. We're going to have rainbow flags recruiting everywhere around the world. And guess what? Russia's going to see that shit and be like, I ain't fucking with them transgenders. Those guys don't play around. Ain't gals or theys, thems, whatever. We don't fuck around with them. So that's his plan. And then cancer's going to get fixed too. That's what Biden said. We're going to fix cancer. So a lot of people die from cancer. Guess what? Not anymore. Not anymore. You're all going to live now. So we're all going to live to be a million years old. Um, it's free somehow, all of it. 
Uh, my kid daycare costs just went down great, which is awesome because I don't like paying for that shit. Uh, and they, we, they're letting us, t- they, they made your kid wear a mask, but now they're letting him do it, which is a, a cool fuckery that they did there. Oh, and the border, you know, fuck it. We're just, we're going to, fu- we're going to do something about that. We're going to protect the border. Uh, even though the same administration has been literally, oh, the, the COVID test too. That's the other thing. We're all. As if I give a fuck about COVID. As if I'm like, oh man, do I have COVID? I really want to know if I have COVID, but I can't find out because I don't have my free test. So luckily the government's just going to send me free tests and I'm just going to keep like, do I have COVID? I don't feel sick, but I'm going to get tested anyway because fuck it, I might have it. And then the vaccine is great and it totally works and you can't transmit it except everybody transmits it anyway and gets it even if they have it. But then you just get the booster and then you get the next booster, but we're going to stop these prescription drug companies, right? And these companies, these pharmaceutical companies from making bank off you, right? We're going to get you less addicted to opiates and more addicted to vac to climaxes because climax is good. And there's no side effects whatsoever. A hundred percent healthy. This experimental climax. It's great. And then, um, Abortions for everyone. We're all getting abortions. We're going to go to the abortion store, get a buy one, get one half off. Um, what else we got in the bag here? It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I don't know. What a fucking joke. That's the state of the country. The state of the union right now is America is a joke, an international disgrace. Um, we've turned one half of the country on another by vilifying each other. They want us to unify, but they can suck all the dicks. Cause I'm not unifying with a bunch of people who told me that I'm literally killing grandmothers by, because my kid wants to go to school. Now, not going to buy I don't want to unify with you people. I consider you people a much bigger enemy and a much bigger threat to my freedom and way of life than goddamn Vladimir Putin. I don't give a shit about Vladimir Putin. Like, like Muhammad Ali once said, I ain't got no quarrel with the Viet Cong. I ain't got no quarrel with Vladimir Putin. That motherfucker ain't bothering me. Okay. He's not the one fucking up my kid's life and all that shit. So anyway, oh, Suzanne said she, she meant a writer's giving rebuttal, but I'm on a roll. So there we go. So that's my, that's my rebuttal. That's my official turn. Oh, Donald Masterson's here. See, Don, speaking of economy, he lost his job. Because he, he said something really racist. So, Donnie, you're welcome to come up here. I wanted to get you on sometime to talk about those comments you made in, about in Lynn about the, you know, the music from those people, if you know what I mean. I'm guessing Donald Masterson did not like the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that. Okay. All right. Any other questions, guys? Any other questions? So. How'd I do? Was that a good was that a good rebuttal speech? Yeah, that was good. You were pretty you were on the roll there. Okay. Laura cool. said that exactly too. Uh, the, the, he's, he's already too late. He's already going. Oh yeah. It's like he's already I'm doing my state of the bottle reunion. Can we abort Joe Biden? It's too late. It's too late. Okay. Unc, every time you dial a ratchet now, you need to do the Pelosi knuckle <laughs> What the? Can we get something? A, was up with her, dude? Yeah, can we find out what the hell that was? Still, I, don't, I still don't even know what was going on there. I'm with you, Emily. We we're past, past. Uh, did Fauci die? That's a great question. It's funny how they just got rid of him. They just got rid of him real quick. 
Ah, oh, Vale, I got you. I hope you do. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. God bless you, Vale. You're in my thoughts. Your dad's in my thoughts. Uh, which one are you going to show? There is it on right now? Can we see, can we see that? Let's see. Someone said that it was coming on, but let's see. Oh, I see it. It's happening now. Whoever the fuck Kim Reynolds is. I'm going to send it to you. Why do I want to hear from this lady? I don't, why do I want to hear from the government, the governor of Iowa? Why am I not hearing from Ron DeSantis? That's the only person I want to hear from right now is Ron DeSantis. Governor of Iowa? As a mom and a grandmother of Oneidas here at home. He's failed on I think you got to bring it up. Oh, wait. disastrous Afghanistan can you is she good i don't know what it's about north korea is testing missiles again at an alarming rate the speaker of the house recently warned our olympic athletes not to speak out against china yeah that was and fucked up russia has launched an unprovoked full-scale military invasion of ukraine an attack on democracy, freedom, and the rule of law. Now all Americans must stand united in solidarity with the brave people of Ukraine as they courageously defend their country against Putin's tyranny. By the way. They for their freedom. But we shouldn't ignore what happened in the run-up to Putin's invasion. Waiving sanctions on Russian pipelines while eliminating oil production here at home focusing on political correctness rather than military readiness, reacting to world events instead of driving them. Weakness on the world stage has a cost, and the president's approach to foreign policy has consistently been too little, too late. It's time for America to once again project confidence. It's time to be decisive. It's time to lead. But we can't project strength. Abroad yeah, she'll do, I guess. Yeah. And that's what I want to discuss with you tonight. She's 62. The president and Democrats in Congress have spent the Not last year either ignoring the issues facing Americans or making them worse. They were warned that spending trillions would lead to soaring inflation. They were told that their anti-energy policies would send... No, I love... Oh, you want to bang? Oh, I like that. I like... Raising the price I like that. By 50%. I, I mean, if I was gay, I'd bang him, but... Tulsi Gabbard just does it for me, man. She's fucking sexy. So hot. I was a young working mom just starting out. My husband, Kevin, worked days while I watched our girls. And then we would literally switch. We would pass in the yard as he was coming home, and I was leaving to work evenings at the local grocery store. From across that checkout counter, I saw the pain of inflation on my neighbor's faces. I saw what happens when prices rise faster than wages. The Biden administration believes inflation is a, quote, high-class problem. I can tell you, it's an everybody problem. I saw moms and dads' paychecks buy them less and less, I watched working people choose which essentials to take home and which ones to leave behind. And now President Biden's decisions have a whole new generation feeling that same pain. 
When I took the oath of office five years ago, I promised Iowans that I would never lose sight of who I was working for, that I wouldn't become detached from the problems they were facing. Yeah, this is a week that I had faced myself. Okay. But you don't have to check groceries to see what high inflation does to people. You just need to step outside of the DC bubble. Talk to Americans about what's on their mind. Ask them, what are your concerns? What keeps you up at night? And they'll tell you. And I can tell you what's not on What that keeps list. me up at night? They won't tell you that spending trillions more and bankrupting their children is the answer to their problems. They won't tell you that we should be paying people not to work. And they certainly won't tell you that we should give billions in tax giveaways to millionaires and billionaires in Democrat-controlled states like California, New York, and New Jersey. But that's what the Biden administration has been pushing for over the last year. So he's a bit of a snoozer. Build back better. Thankfully, the president's agenda didn't pass. So this is the kind of politician who gets elected in Iowa, huh? Enough is enough. Well, (laughs) the American people share that view. Enough is enough. And it's not just. Yeah, why can't we have Bobert? We need Bobert. are tired of a political class trying to remake this country into a place where an elite few tell everyone else what they can and cannot say. Lawrence. What they can and cannot believe. Stop They're that. are tired of people pretending the way to end racism is by categorizing everybody by their race. They're tired of politicians who tell parents they should sit down be silent and let government control their kids' education. And this woman is not inspiring. I feel like I could do this better. Tired of the theater, where politicians do one thing when the cameras are rolling, exactly when they believe like, you can't see them. Where governors and mayors enforce mandates but don't follow them. Where elected leaders tell their citizens to stay home while they sneak she gives out a lot. to Florida. She gives a better Hummer too, but that's a different story. Demand that your child wear a mask, but they go maskless. So you've heard the excuses. They were just holding their breath, but it's the American people who are waiting to exhale, waiting. Remember that? Uh, to stop. Def- yeah, you're right. Her delivery we is now just. We live in a country where violent crime is out of control. Liberal prosecutors are letting criminals off easy. And many prominent Democrats still want to defund the police. You know, it seems like everything is backwards. The Biden administration requires vaccines for Americans who want to go to work or protect this country, but not for migrants who illegally cross the border. Justice treats parents like domestic terrorists, but looters and shoplifters roam free. Yeah, like what? What? Just give us DeSantis. Seriously. The enemy. This is not the same country it was a year ago. The president tried. You know, this woman is. This is like why voter turnout is low. Because this woman's not inspiring. It's not what he promised when he took office. People need something to inspire them. Like you said, she's she's got the standard right wing cookie cutter opinions. And legislators are showing Americans what conservative leadership yeah what exactly what like what the fuck is this the people we serve. this is the best we could come up with 
stand up for them and walk alongside them. We know that our problems require bold action, but we also oh, bold. That That's bold a Democrat word. Stop using that word. Government action. It's Americans making their own decisions for their own families and future. Republican governors face the same COVID-19 virus head on. But we honored your freedoms and saw right away that lockdowns and school closures, they came with their own significant cost, that mandates weren't the answer. And we actually listened to the science, especially with kids in masks and kids in schools. What happened and is still happening to our children over the last two years? It really is, is unconscionable. just yeah, very bad. Loss, right. Okay. Okay. In so many states, our kids have been left behind, and so many will never catch up. That's okay. why Iowa was the first state in the nation to require that schools open their doors. I was attacked by the left. I was attacked by the media. But it wasn't a hard choice. It was I'd, a hard yeah. choice. And keeping uh, schools open is only the start of the pro-parent, pro-family revolution. Like they couldn't get Glenn Youngkin or someone cool. Across this country. Someone like kind of like but in the news. Believe that parents matter. It was true before the Seriously. Put on Lauren Boebert. She's hot. out loud. Parents matter. They have a right to know. Oh, no energy. And what their kids are. Low energy, Jeb. Low energy. Right to live in <laughs> it's like they're trying. Low energy. Low energy. Doesn't have it. Doesn't have it in it. You know. The Biden administration has refused. I know. Like this is really what the RNC put up. The resources to stop. This is embarrassing. To stop the staggering influx of deadly drugs coming in. I mean, I could fucking roast this lady. They've refused to protect you. I'll do I'll do hers. I'll I'll just copy hers. They know we're supposed to. I, along with Republican governors from several states, have sent resources to the border. Yeah, we're gonna close that border. border, Something that our president and vice president have yet to do. So these assholes want to let the migrants come in here. No more. While Democrats in D.C. are spending trillions, sending inflation soaring, Republican leaders around the country are balancing budgets and cutting taxes. Oh, for fuck's because sake. Because we know that money spent on Main Street is better than money spent on bureaucracy. I know, it really Today, does. I signed legislation that eliminates Iowa's tax on retirement income and sets our tax rate at 3.9%. That's less than half of what it was. Oh, nobody gives a fuck. And it shouldn't come as a surprise that out of the top 20. Talk about critical race theory. 17 have Republican governors. Republicans may not have the White House, but we're doing what we can. Say we will never, ever lock down again. On the issues that are affecting Americans. We will never mask our children. Are leading. We're standing up for parents and kids. We're standing up. So what does that mean? We're keeping our community safe. We're keeping the communists away from your fucking kids and the degenerate perverts and goddamn transgender happy hour at the library. That's over. No fucking way. That's what we're doing. Protecting our kids. Most of all, 
we're respecting your freedom. Behind me stands Iowa's Capitol. Not respecting your freedom. We're demanding your freedom. Enough. And our rights we will maintain. And those aren't just empty words. It's a belief that the greatness of this state and this country. I know. This is why people don't vote. Exactly. Like this is. You shouldn't have to wake up every morning and worry about the next thing the government is going to do. She would have been great. You're right. Your business or your children. If we as elected leaders are doing our job, then the government is working well, but operating in the background. It's supporting the ingenuity and spirit of our people, not drowning them out. It's keeping them safe, not restricting their freedom. That's what I believe. That's what Republicans believe. And that's what Republicans are doing. I am so blessed to be the governor of Iowa, where people are humble, hardworking, and patriotic. We take care of each other. And yes, we are, as they say, Iowa. <laughs> She's equally. St- I know. You don't have to be from Iowa to see. Like this is how you lose elections. You put something like this America up there. At its best. Look, the, you know this woman is not a fighter. I don't know anything about her. But you know she's not a fighter. Iowans, and they haven't let me down. Like Ted Cruz would have been so much better. This president to do the same, to put his faith in you, the American people, who have never wavered in your belief in this country. Regardless of who leads it. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know Regardless of who leads No, that's that a bad message right there. America isn't about who lives in the White House. It's men and women like you in every corner of this nation who are willing to step up and take responsibility for your communities, for your neighbors, and ultimately for yourselves by that most important measure at least. The state of our um, people are on Twitter. They're like, she's yeah. killing it. It's the Thank message. You. Listen, God it's like, no, you. it's not the message. It's not how politics God works. Of America. Yeah, I agree with everything she said. But the point is, you're trying to win elections and you ain't going to win shit with that. You ain't going to win shit with that. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that milk toast bullshit is. Anyway, all right. So uh, I guess uh, it's been a cool night. Um, Ted Cruz would be so good, you know, and we get this. There's so many, you know, the rhinos chose, you know, Lindsey Graham chose her or some shit. I don't know who the fuck chose that lady of all the Republicans. Like, who are people talking about now? So we just took back Virginia. That was pretty cool. Maybe get that black lady who became, you know, with the gun. She's pretty hip. You know, the Democrats put up Gretchen Whitmer. What was it last year or two years ago? Whatever. I'd never heard of her before that. That's how she made her grand entrance. She responded to the Trump State of the Union. It's like, and she was a rising freaking face. She's horrible, but on their team, she's a rising whatever. And on our team, it's like, we bring that out? This DeSantis, come on. There's so many guys out there you could pick from that would be fun, that would be cool. I don't know. That, that John Kennedy guy from Louisiana, he's funny. He says funny shit a lot. What about him? I could I could pick 20 Republicans off the top of my head, and most of them are in that. How about Matt Getz? Something like that. Is that child sex thing going with him? Can we bring him back? Like something like that. Something cool. But anyway, if you guys have any questions, if not, we'll call it a night. It was like an airline safety speech. Like she was reading off the menu at Applebee's or something. Jesus Christ. Um, 
No, so we did not talk about we're gonna save yesterday's blog for Turtle Club. So we're gonna do that in Turtle Club on Thursday. Bill Cosby would have been a better choice. That woman could put me to sleep faster than Bill Cosby. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Green. Yeah, I mean, no joke. No joke. Okay. Um No, I'm not going to wait for I mean, it's just, it's getting a little bit late. So, all right. I guess we will. Uh, I just read the blogs. Absolutely. All right. So I guess we'll call it a night, Deb. Thank you for joining us. Anytime. For the State of the Union. We'll be back to our uh, Turtle Club on Thursday night. We're going to do a stream about uh, some more of the stories of the week. All right. Peace, Turtle Riders. Good night. <laughs>